You're listening to Rose to Rose with Mike and Mark. I'm Mike. I'm Mark, and today we're talking about The Bachelor. It's Colton's uh, fantasy suites and uh, women tell all. You know what? Honestly, it took us like 18 tries to get this intro. So this is the one. That's the one. Holy fucking like that took forever. You can't. Usually you're better than better at that. Usually it's a one take. Usually I'm the one who messes up. Yeah. Like Whatever. I will laugh. You make me laugh on purpose is what usually happens. Well, one of the issues on this one was that you fucked up once. And then I How? fucked up. What did like I do? Times. You went, "Oh, Mike." No, I was going Oh yeah, I was going to burp. Yeah, it's weird. Anyway, whatever. Uh, okay, so, so today, we're talking about it's a dual episode. Dual episode. We're talking about Colton's fantasy suite experience I would or say lack thereof. Indeed. And we're also going to be talking about the women tell all. Yeah. So Okay, so let's start <sighs> with what happened. Uh Tasha, it's all good. They went to the fantasy suite. They didn't do it. Uh it was fine. That's it. Whatever. Let's that's move on. like yeah, we don't need it's inconsequential you get at this it. point. It just you doesn't the matter. Show at this it doesn't point. matter. Like, here's the thing. We could easily talk about Tasha. Like we know what happened. Yeah, we could be like, Oh, and then they did this, like you know It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all moot. In yeah. fact, we're deleting all the old episodes of the season too because because <laughs> nothing mattered. Yeah. The whole time he only had eyes for one. Yeah. Cassie. It's one that we guessed at the beginning of the season. I believe last episode we said, uh, wow, Colton is in love with her to the point that he doesn't even care if she loves him back right now. Like he is willing to take the risk. Yep. And that was confirmed today. When he said, I love her so much. I don't care if she loves me back. I'm willing to take the risk. <laughs> He pretty much did. He pretty much that. said that for real. Okay, yeah. so what happened? Why don't you give the rundown quick? Okay, so we have their date during the day, which is really nice. They kind of walk around Portugal and have a great little time. Yeah, they dance with an old couple. You know, it's fun. They have a. It's great. Then they have a little picnic set up, and Colton's like, "So, talked to your dad. He didn't give me the blessing." And that right there is where shit went down. Because Cassie was like, my dad didn't give you a blessing, and you're okay with that? And like, she didn't say it like accusingly, but she said it like, oh, She was shit. shocked. She was very shocked. And then most people would hear that. And, like, what I thought she was going to do is, like, be pissed at her dad. Yeah. And like, that's what I thought was coming. I thought, oh, what the hell? Like, that's kind of, Jesus, that's kind of shitty. Jesus, what going on outside? That doesn't matter. So I was right, probably so. trying to turn left. Um, <laughs> but what ends up happening is she, like completely reevaluates everything and yeah. is like if my dad didn't give him blessing like there must be a reason is colton not right for me no the reason is that your dad is a normal person is like i don't know if this is like a proper way to start a marriage yeah yeah now there are other things he said that we disagree with we'll get yes. to when he visits later yeah and so yeah she second guesses everything she starts crying she's like having a real mental like day yeah it sucked yeah and um then her dad shows up yeah, after the, you know, she's at her hotel, surprises her. He shows up and he's like, he basically doubles down on everything he said. Yeah. And is like, yeah, here's why I didn't give my blessing. And she was like, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. And then he's like, the thing that I think stuck out to you and I. Yeah. Is he's like, yeah, uh, when you meet someone, you want to spend the rest of your life with them. You should have no hesitation from the moment you've met. That's that's pretty much what he said. He's like, I never, I never hesitate when I was when I met your mom. I wasn't looking to date anyone, but neither of us had any hesitation ever. Blah blah. blah. Like, it's like that's knew, kind of unrealistic. There's okay, so there's like the storybook 
love at first sight type of thing. And then there's, I have no hesitation. I want to marry this person or whatever. And obviously he's I, like exaggerating. I'm going to say. That is fucked up. I'm going to say that if that is true, that they met and then never had any hesitation. They're the only couple in the history of mankind that that has happened to. Like, if rom-coms have taught me anything. <laughs> yeah, you need to... You have to go through something. Well, also, actually... I mean, I, we're I don't know if that's like necessarily a, true, there's, but... There's like, a, there's like a thing where like couples who go through something early on in the relationship are more likely to stay together because they have like a bond over like a, like a thing. Oh, really? Because I actually saw in a movie one time that uh, couples who base their entire experience often, in, like, sorry, who base their relationship off an intense experience don't last. You know who taught me that? Sandra Bullock and Speed? You fucking know it. <laughs> it Sandra Bullock and Speed. And guess what? Speed 2, Keanu Reeves is not there. It's Jason Patrick because true. They broke it didn't out. work out. No, but there's a thing about like, there's like this closeness that people develop if they've gone through a, a stressful situation together. And it was basically saying like, if you go to like a, like a theme park or something for like a first date, it's more likely that the, like a couple could be formed from that because going on a roller coaster is like a very stressful situation that you have gone through together. Wow. Yeah. It's very interesting. That is interesting. Um, I mean, look. I'm not saying there's a way to have a relationship. No, there isn't. That's the thing. There's no way. There's no one way. And that's why like this guy is kind of fucked because he's trying to like make a thing that is like completely different for everyone. That's all it is. It's whether you agree or not with what he says and like whatever, that's fine. But it's the fact that he's like, this is how you have a marriage and this doesn't conform to that idea. So you can't marry Colton. Yeah, essentially, is, essentially is what he's saying. I'm yeah. probably getting it, it a little twisted. It is a but very it's my like fucking w- podcast, and I'm <laughs> fucking saying what I want to say today. So fuck you, Mike. <laughs> fuck you, listeners. Fuck the Bachelor. Stop. I'm fucking saying what I want today. Holy shit! Yeah, wow, that's you're right. Passionate. I'm just kidding. I love you, listeners. <laughs> the rest of it all stands. <laughs> Thanks. No, but it is a very like old, like old world like viewpoint, like this like kind of like one track mind thing of like this is the way it goes and that's it. Okay, well, if you want to get into it, this guy does have a little bit of a let's say traditionalist vibe. Yeah, he seems. He, I mean, he's definitely very like Christian. It seems he and said that marriage is, very, is like is second tier relationship to God. Yeah, and mm- so that is definitely like telling of like who he is. And, like I've yeah. met people like that before. Um, it's really funny when we were watching it. Mel was like. Uh, it seemed very like virgin suicides-y. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like this dad just wants to keep all his like beautiful daughters. Like. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, I, I yeah, I think it's just like, look, these are conflicting worlds. The Bachelor doesn't mesh with this guy's world. No, but That's all. all it comes down to. Yeah, but You Cassie, can agree or disagree, but it's... The, the problem that I have with it is that... He it's oil ver- and water, Mike. It's true. It's fucking... It's uh, salt and pepper go together, I guess. Yeah, but Cassie got manipulated by him yes hardcore because you can tell she's just like feeling very overwhelmed which is a completely like valid thing to be feeling here yeah like this is not this is not like a a regular thing that normal people go through right and so like no, she should we be say that all the time don't we yeah and she should be overwhelmed and it seems like she is a pretty normal person and that's why she's probably feeling this way um but when you're overwhelmed you're more susceptible to be to like, like suggestion. Yeah, exactly. And we see that later too when Colton's trying to convince her to stay, like she's second guessing herself again because she's hearing all this stuff from him, and it's. It, I feel really and that's bad. Also, for her, her gut is kind of more on the Colton side. Yeah, of course. So like when he's like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, yeah, we don't have to. Okay, so let's. How about we get so, to that now? Yeah, I should also say that I feel really bad for her because she has to, like. I'm sure. 
I hope that she doesn't go on the internet and read things about herself. Because some of the things that people are saying are, like, super fucked up and not cool. I don't know how she's the villain in any scenario. Yeah. If, like, from watching this show, if you get anything other than this girl seems to be taking the relationship aspect of this show pretty seriously to the point that she doesn't want to do anything that doesn't make sense to, like, a real-life relationship, then fuck. Yeah. Like, that's what it comes down to. That's what it looks like. It looks like she's like, oh, this is a thing. I care about this guy. I want to make a thing that works and potentially would last, even if that necessarily doesn't mean that we're going to get engaged at the end of this. Yeah. And then her dad comes in and says, blah, blah, blah. And then then she's she's like, like, oh, good point too. Okay. So so anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So she, the next, next day. No, later on. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. It's the day after their date, but the dad. No, it's the day of their date. No, no, no. Yeah. It's all one day. That was not. Yeah. The, the daytime date and the nighttime date are all the same day. Yeah. So then she gets all gussied up, ready to go. She's gussied like, up. You like that? God damn. I used a phrase uh, this week, no fuss, no muss. I said it out loud for the first time oh, in my holy life. Holy shit, are you 78 years old? I said it out loud and I was like, I don't know if that's right. I mean, it is a phrase, definitely. I know, I googled it after to make You're sure I didn't fuck it man. up. fucking old man. That was a term coined in 1929. I'll look it up later. Like, fuck. Uh, so she gets all set, but she's about to go and tell Colton, like, I'm out of here. But yeah. instead we are subjected to a like half, half episode hour long. breakup scene. Yeah. It's pretty fucked. Now we kind of covered already like her feelings toward the thing. Then Colton's reaction to it. She explains. She's like, my dad came, blah, blah, blah. So she, her big argument is, I don't know that I can get there with you. Yeah. Like so, to where, like to like the engagement point, so which is a Colton, totally normal thing to be thinking at this point in a relationship. Yeah. And Colton is also, he's like, that's totally cool. He's like. I want to treat this like a real relationship, too. He lays all his cards on the table. He says that he loves her. Yeah, let's get it out of the way. That Colton now can't go back. There's no... Yeah, he can't pick so another has, girl. So he's basically professed that he's like, look, you're the only person I was thinking about for, like, at least the last few weeks or whatever of the show. He said multiple things. Like, he said, um, it's hard to go on dates with other girls when all I do is think of you. He says he love. He explicitly says, I'm in love with you to her. He also says... Um, in an ITM um, that she's the one. Yeah. He says that he wants her to be the one at the end of this thing with him. He makes it very clear he wants to pick her. He makes it very clear that there's no other option for him. And now, like, literally, there's no other way that this can end because it's it's impossible. It's It's impossible. Yeah, it's impossible for him to pick another girl now. So he says to her, he's like, look, if you're not ready for engagement... I don't care. I understand that. But, like, yeah. I want to give this a shot. Like, are you down for that? Yeah. And she's like, ah, I can't do it. She keeps like, saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. And like, that's, like, the thing of, like, she's obviously very overwhelmed in this moment. And, like, I think, obviously, you can't do this. But, like, the smartest thing to have done in this situation is be like, okay, listen. Let's just, like, relax. They needed the Bachelor Let's of Paradise Let's just sleep ending. on it. Let's talk tomorrow. Let's give it a couple days. Let's just kind of relax and not be so overwhelmed. Give you some time to think. You don't have to go home. Let's yeah. just chill out. Then see where we're at. Like, just just take some time. Right. You know? That's they like needed, the thing. But you can't do that in this show. You don't have the option of this show. Or you, I mean, you used to not have the option. But <laughs> I feel like next week it's going to be different. But you don't have the option that they have on Paradise where it's like, hey, do you want to leave the island and try to have a relationship? Yeah. That's what they need. Yeah. That's essentially what he's saying. And she's like, 
I don't know. There is a really funny moment where he says, I want you to be the one at the end of this. And then he said, how can you say that when there's two girls left? Then he's really silent for a moment. And then he says, that's how strongly I feel about you. And it's like in that moment, you can tell he's like, oh, yeah, I got to send those girls home. It's like he fucking forgot they were there. Yeah. And then you made a great (laughs) point. You're like, yeah, like Hannah G. At that moment, when they're having this conversation of him being like, Cassie, I love you. Like, you're the one for me. Yeah. Like Hannah G's in her hotel being like, oh, I'm so excited for my date tomorrow with Colton. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder how the fantasy suite's going to go. Are we going to have sex or just have the best night of our lives? (laughs) Like... because either way, one of those two things is going to happen. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited. I think I've probably got this in the bag. Meanwhile, he's like professing his love. Yeah. And, like, and Tasha is like, she's like, oh, our, our date went so well. I'm so excited. Blah, blah, blah. Man, it's going to, I'm legitimately excited. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm excited and not excited because like one of two things can happen, right? Like it's either going to be, he breaks up with the two girls. He goes to Cassie. He professes his love for her one more time. And because she's a little more separated from this whole thing, she's had a little bit more time to think of it and it's going to be okay. And they're going to date or he's going to do the same thing and they're not going to date. It's one of those two things. Yeah. But I'm still excited for either of those because That's true because it means we're not getting the proposal at the end. That's true. There's no proposal. I'm and this so goes completely against what my idea is for this show. But if you're going <laughs> to do the opposite, like this is this is the opposite. It is like, I want nothing. Yeah. It's all or nothing. Also, they need to like figure out some type of format change to the show because the last two seasons of The Bachelor have been absolute shit shows that ended in like horrible breakups yeah, on camera. Yeah, and they've been the best episodes of the season by far. That's true. Like the, the formula... Let's call it what it is. It's getting a little stale. It's not even stale. It's getting a little, like, actually fucked up. Like, before, it was, like, less, like, it was less hard to, like, just be like, okay, cool, fine. Because, like, we weren't watching people get, like, emotionally, like, devastated and destroyed, like, at this level. All right. At this point, we're watching, like, we watched Becca and now Colton get, like, just completely fucking annihilated on national television and have their hearts stomped into the ground. Do you want the unpopular? That's better TV. I know. It is better. I understand that. <laughs> I know but that. A part, what I'm but like a part like of you is also good. like, like this is this is bad. Here's <laughs> like, the thing. Do you want to watch another season where smooth sailing till the end? Oh, I choose you. No, definitely not. Right? That's the issue. Yeah, I know. But it's like a you hard like. It's like a hard They're like, putting us in a losing spot, man. We yeah. either watch this and we're bored because it goes well. Or yeah. these people have their hearts ripped out, like Indiana Jones Temple of Doom style, yeah. and we're like, this is fucking great TV, except that these people are actually devastated. Yeah, and so like, there's this weird, like... So what like, am I supposed to feel? Yeah, there's this weird, like, cognitive dissonance, And then I I've guess, got a podcast about it. Where it's it. like, yeah, like... We have to watch. How guilty can I feel about how shitty, like, this dude's life is at this moment? This is something we need to Then also talk ask. about it for my own entertainment and others. This is the next time we have a major guest on. This is how, what we ask them. Yeah. Right? What do you think? Right? Like, that's fucked up. I don't it know. It really is. Anyway. so Who's the per Like, who have we... T- I guess Kevin was, like, he won. Yeah. I mean, won. He, like, m- made it to the end, right? Like, he was, like... And I guess Lindsay, too, made it all the way to the end. Yep. That we talked to. We I didn't mean, ask Jasmine was the Bachelorette. Like, I'm intrigued. Like That's true. We d- Yeah. You know, we have a lot of... Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Dude, we didn't even... So, this all happens. Eventually, she's like, I'm out of here. She yeah. leaves. Colton. And then, yeah. Holy shit. I can't yeah, believe I we've, know. Like, we, we how, haven't like, mentioned that's it That's how all. intense this conversation was. 
Okay, Colton says, what did he say exactly? Fuck all of this. Says, fuck all of this. Shoves the cameraman. That's a little bit. Okay, like, I don't think he shoves. He just like pushes the camera. He out of shoved him. No, he didn't. He didn't. He, he just pushed the camera. Yeah. He, he does push the camera and you're like, oh, damn. Okay. Yeah. And then finally he hops the fence. Yeah, he hops the, the producers fence. are scrambling. They're like, someone, someone call Chris. Chris. And Chris Harrison comes out. He's like, Colton, Colton. And then Colton hops the fence. And Chris Harrison goes, he just jumped the fucking fence. <laughs> <laughs> so he, then he follows him out of there. And uh, the best is that you were like, well, the cameraman jumps up onto the fence to try to hop it with the camera. And then they start opening as, it. Yeah, as he's in the air, it starts to open. It's like in Bridesmaids in the <laughs> opening scene. It's really good. And then it opens like a little bit, and I, I don't know why they stopped opening at that point, because Chris goes in and tries to open it more, and obviously it's not big enough for someone to get through, so then they have to automatically open it more. And he's like, yeah, the, you guys are wasting precious moments where we can yeah, find Colton. Just keep opening it until someone walks through. Anyway, yeah. so they're looking for Colton. He's gone. He's lost. He's gone. That's it. And the way that um, Chris Harrison described it in The Women Tell All, he's like, he leaped over the fence in a single bound and then got lost in the darkness of the portuguese countryside yeah it was amazing <laughs> it was so good so yeah we have a lot to look forward to it looks yeah. like it looks like what you said is gonna happen he's gonna come back he's gonna dump the other two girls that's gonna be fucking brutal all yeah. on its own that's already worth it yeah and true. then he's gonna he's gonna make another another crack at cassie and see how that goes yeah speaking of cracks um the women tell all was on also and <laughs> oh like wise cracks wise cracks yeah also, Kerpa's butt hit him in the face in the blooper reel. Oh, yeah. That's, that's a good crack, crack joke. joke. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. So, the Women Tell All was essentially, like, the best Women Tell All we've ever seen. It was, yeah, it was crazy because... It was the Demi show. It was the Demi show, but also, I've, I said to you, like, I don't think we've seen a cast hate each other this much. Yeah, we had the Nicole versus Onyeka. We had everyone, like... We had Demi versus Courtney. We had somewhat. We had like the old people. Those are the Cougar Club. Yeah, Tracy versus Demi. Like, but it doesn't really just, count. You know, there's no point. And then we had the the pageant queen stuff, and it's like, yeah. okay, they all hate each other. They do. Um, the Nicole and Onyeka stuff. So when it aired, I was very like Team Nicole. We both were. Yeah. And I still think that I am. But with that said, it doesn't. It does seem like when the other women are talking, it does seem that Nicole may not be like completely blameless, like uh, a one hundred percent. Well, I mean, like it sounds like maybe she did fine. say some still... sh- shady shit. But Onyeka definitely is fucking bullying She's a bully. her. That's what it comes. It doesn't matter the the onus. I'm just. I just like Onyeka was bullying her. Literally, she was two times in front this of our season, fucking eyes. She was bullying two her two times this season. Onyeka says that she's not doing something while she's doing the thing that she says yeah, exactly. she's not doing. It's like like she did the whole self awareness, the, the rumor thing, where she's like, "I'm not spreading rumors. I'm just taking information that I had and telling and it to other people." It along, unverified to multiple people. Uh, I don't yeah. know. It was whatever. It's and not then a rumor. She says, "When have I ever bullied you?" Blah 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 blah. Thank you. Next, like in the middle of Nicole talking, Nicole's like, "Right now, yeah, like exactly. literally in this moment, you're bullying me." So that so, was whatever. Yeah, fuck on Yeka, fuck everyone. They all suck. Demi, Demi is a hero. She is a martyr. She was great. She is. She was so, built for paradise. They they basically like said she's going to be on paradise without yeah. saying it. That was good. Yeah, Demi is the most confident contestant this show has ever seen. That's true. She is hilarious. Okay, so the best, my favorite thing she said, oh, there are a few, 
but it was when uh she told who did she tell courtney courtney she starts talking courtney tries to interrupt her and she goes shut up i'm not talking to you <laughs> straight up just always and then shut courtney up. shuts up yeah and then um courtney puts a pacifier in Demi's mouth, which is really corny because like she brought the pacifier. Yeah, so it's one of those things where you're like, oh, so you just sat here with that pacifier yeah. for like three hours. And then Demi <laughs> says, I should shove my heel down your throat. Okay, and then <laughs> the greatest part of the uh, women tell-all. The best moment. This Maybe is actually my favorite women tell-all moment ever. That's I agree. Because they were making fun of Courtney for not having ever spoken to Colton. Yes. So when Colton comes out, and Demi's talking. She's like, first of all, blah, blah, blah. I think you're great. And I had a great time with you and all this stuff. Secondly, I'd like to introduce you to someone. This is Courtney. <laughs> and then... She's like, Courtney, do you have anything you like to say to Colton? And then she doesn't say anything. She didn't have anything to say. It was incredible. It, it was, was the, so good. It was the ultimate fucking diss. Yeah, Demi loved ruined it. Courtney. Uh, Apparently, Courtney uh, has like put her like social medias on private because of all of this. Oof. That's rough. Yeah, See, well, that's the level. Yeah, but you know, whatever. I mean, you don't d- don't dish it out if you can't take it, you know. Yeah. And she well, did. She, she dished it out, and she, dished she, it out. she couldn't take it. Unfortunately for her, Demi turned out to be a fan favorite because she's hilarious. Yeah, it's a fine line though, and that's the best part of Demi is a lot of people they put on this persona where they're like, "I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna tear shit up and be the villain." She truly was just like, "I'm gonna go on there, be on camera." And own the space. So, and then everyone you, loved her. You you made a really good point, and what you said was like, she's smart. Yeah, that's and the that, difference. That is a big difference, and like I find that that's a thing that she has like in common with someone like uh, Olivia from Ben season. Yeah, who like was also kind of the villain, but was also kind of like just there to kind of stir shit up. But she was mostly there just who's like, I'm doing my thing. I will do whatever it takes to like be with this dude. Now, if you have a problem, fuck you. The difference with Demi and Olivia, though, is Olivia Demi is not like, as antagonistic. When, she does go out of her way to be antagonistic. Yeah, yeah, that's obviously the biggest difference. But they have a similar like thing of like they're kind of painted as the villain a little bit, but they also didn't really do anything to anyone. Yeah, and they're also smart. Demi rules. Demi does rule. Uh, Hannah B. Hannah B's the Bachelorette. So she's okay. So this was leaked by Reality Steve. Of course, it was. <laughs> yes. Now. I actually wouldn't. I saw people had liked the tweets or whatever, yes, and it I don't popped follow up in the him. timeline, and I was like, "Okay, cool, thanks." Fuck. Yeah, I know. So I don't follow Reality Steve. We've like have said that many times. We don't like spoilers because it kind of ruins it for us. But this is so out there. This that one, we have yeah, to like talk about it, this. It unfortunately was spoiled for us. So they have shot like a thing or whatever. Yeah. And what so, do you think? I said that I wanted her to be the Bachelorette, right? so this I'm happy. This was our best case scenario. I mean, yeah. if you're not going to make Demi the Bachelorette, this is the best you can get. Yeah, and so like she had like Bachelorette moments in the Women Tell All. Yeah, she really was. Uh, she came across very courteous, very yeah. um, still playful, very funny, level-headed, smart, level-headed. It was all the things you want in a Bachelorette. Yeah, she'll be a good Bachelorette for sure. She's gonna be good. And I, I hope she can immediately shut down her empathy for all the contestants because that's what you have to do when you it's true. become the bachelorette or bachelor. Yeah, there was some ice cream. Fuck that. Uh, uh, oh, Chris Harrison said adulting, which is like... Oh, yeah, that was a... We cringed at that one. Yeah, and we then Colton like, came out. Cool, I wonder what fucking 48-year-old person wrote the... Hey, Chris, uh, it would be really great if you said adult. Uh, maybe yeah. it was Chris Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> he wrote it himself. Yeah, right? Like, um, he was like, this is adulting. It's like, bro, that's not... First of all, I think the, the whole... If we can just get into this. 
Yeah. Adulting. Stupid. Don't do your fucking laundry. You can do your laundry when you're 12 years old. Yeah. It's not adulting. Right? Oh my God. It's so hard to adult. I've never adulted. Hmm. I disagree. I think you do it constantly, but you just don't think of it because it's, it's living your life. It's not adulting. Because you're living. I, mean. I don't do You're doing adulting. what you need to do to, to get yeah. through the day. It's true. All right. Uh, Kaylin comes on and is sad because he broke up with her. Yeah, the, it was nice. Actually, she got a good show of support from when she was talking about her yes. past experiences on the show. That was a good moment. Yeah. Uh, other than that, it was kind of like, um, I think she may have been auditioning too late to be the bachelorette. Yes, I agree. Um, but then Colton comes out and she asks him, what the fuck, man? Yeah. And he says, what? Yeah, he didn't have any good <laughs> response. Colton didn't really make a mark on this no. appearance at all. So no. there you go. I think that's it. I that's think pretty we much it. it. Yeah, it's pretty much it. Solid shit. It was a pretty wild three hours of content right there. Yeah, that we distilled into what I imagine is twenty minutes. So yeah, so that was good. If you don't watch it, then this is a very good strong uh, recap for you. Yeah, you know everything you need to know. Next week, Colton. Well, I could tell you exactly what's going to happen. I suspect that they're going to date. I do too. Come on. You think he leaves this so thing single? I have a single? question. I have a question. Does it count if it's not like a traditional ending? Like my my day one pick, as I always do. Does it count if if they end up together? If they end up like if they're just dating, I dude, it's does the that closest. Count? If it's the closest thing that he gets to a choice, then yeah. Okay, because like you can't be like, oh, on day one, I think that he's gonna I think profess he's gonna his love to her, then she's gonna leave, and they're gonna date. Yeah, on the fantasy suite episode, no, no, of course, I think you're fine. Okay, cool. Um, hey, we actually have an idea for an episode for the first one after the season ends, and unfortunately, it means we're gonna have to delay the Avatar episode. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. Okay, so what are we gonna? What are we? We're gonna do two things. Yes. We're going to live tweet the movie Blue Streak. Of course. And then we're going to do a podcast episode about it. So what do we do about that? How do we do that? We've never This is like uncharted territory. I don't think we've ever done like just one movie, especially a movie that we've already seen. Well, here's the thing. It's not a recap. We're just going to discuss Blue Streak. Yeah. This is kind of like our like long form like Blue Streak if you don't know. <laughs> if you don't well, know. If you don't know, then just look up the movie Blue Streak starring Martin Lawrence. Now this movie is. I'll tell you right now, the tagline on the poster, which is up in my apartment, says, "He's a cop. That's not believe that." Except in the movie, he says, "Believe that." He says, "Believe that." It doesn't work as well in print. Um, it's a Martin Lawrence movie. Just look it up. More importantly, is uh, its impact on us. Yep. Creatively, professionally, <laughs> just in in pretty much every aspect of my life. <laughs> yeah, I will Honestly, say the movie Blue Streak. Uh, and this also goes for my brother, who is listening to this. Adam knows the three of us basically Dave are... Dave Chappelle and Blue Streak. Dave Chappelle in... Well, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little preview. But Dave Chappelle in this movie, if you thought that... Uh, who won Best Supporting Actor this year? Oh, Mahershala Ali. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Doesn't matter. No. Let's see. I'll pick a different example, but... but Dave Chappelle in Blue Streak is the best example of a supporting performance you will get in a movie. Ever. Bar none. Yeah, there's no yeah, there's no contender. He says he says at one point, <laughs> I'll rip your lips off and kiss my ass with them shits. Okay? And that's it, and we'll talk about the rest later. That's a little preview. Blue Streak, twentieth <laughs> anniversary episode for Blue Streak. Yes. So wow. look forward to that. Okay. Mike. Yep. Mike, where come on. 
Where can you find us? You can find us on Twitter at Rosaros Pod. You can find us on Instagram at Rosaros Podcast. You can find us on Stitcher, iTunes, all that other shit at Rosaros A Bachelor Podcast. Facebook um, too. Facebook as well. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Oh Mike Graham. That's O H Mike Graham like a cracker. You can find Mark at Marky Sports. That is Marky Sports. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> you can email us at our obvious, very, very clearly makes sense email account. Real to real podcast at gmail.com, which will make sense in two real. weeks. Real to real podcast at gmail.com. Actually, I guess the blue streak will be a real to real episode. It'll be episode. a real to real episode. Oh my God, I love it. All right, and that's it. We're gonna. It's going to be called uh, Rose to Rose Presents Real to Real. <laughs> Rose. Okay, it's going to be called Rose to Rose Presents Real to Real, a blue streak podcast. <laughs> a blue streak podcast celebrating 20 years of love, laughter, and hijinks great all right okay so that means next week love we'll be laughter back. and lawrence oh my god yes okay cool all right let's end on that bye